Welcome to the vault where you can find the code to unlock your success. In this space, I invite real, inspiring and successful experts. We have eye-opening conversations about the way to reach your highest potential in life and in business. We will cover the mastery of mindset, energy, emotions, transformation, sales, marketing, thriving in business without losing your authenticity and balance. Hi, I'm Sonia Martinovic and host of The Vault, an entrepreneur, mindset mastery and online business coach with an obsession on real transformation. I'm on a mission to help entrepreneurs and other influencers master the mindset and build a successful and impactful business. Do you want to break free from your limitations and express your truest self in business and in life? Is growth your game and success your aim? Then you are in the right place. Welcome to the vault. Let's start cracking your code. And welcome to another episode of The Vault, where we will level up on focus. I'm so excited to have Julia Wolfendale, and she's an executive coach and author of Five Ways to Focus and a founder and director on The Up Consulting. She's qualified to master's level in leadership, and she has trained hundreds of leaders in how to be their best selves and to get things on the up. Her clients range from CEOs, directors, senior managers, across all sectors. With previous roles as marketing director, she developed innovative tool training courses and programs that transform conversations at work. Now she's specializing in strengths-based coaching and writing. She helps organizations get the best out of their people with coaching conversations. As a guest speaker, she inspires people to think and to work differently. Her work in employee engagement and coaching has won two international training awards. She's also the author of Trouble with Elephants, a child's story about hope and friendship, and a book that she started when she was only 12 years old. Julia lives in the northwest of England with her husband, daughters, and pesky cat. Welcome, Julia. Hello, it's lovely to meet you, Sonia. Yes, it's lovely to meet you too. And I just did like this solo episode when it comes to focus. It's so important in this time and day. But before we dive in, can you please tell our audience a little bit more about how the story about the birth of your business and why you're doing that yeah I will sure so yeah so my background is kind of seems long and varied now so I stepped out after university with a business studies degree and worked for Adidas Adidas UK Adidas. And, and then went on to be marketing director at Helly Hansen global sports brand and really got so much fantastic experience there around the marketing and I've always been so interested in how people tick how do they think what are they inspired by what what gives them energy what makes people do the things they do why do they behave in those ways so that was always a, an area of real interest to me I went on then had a public sector career developing lots of different services for a very large city council I did my coaching qualification and then decided I, I needed I always knew I needed my own brand <laughs> so the marketing within <laughs> so I went to I went about setting up on the up consulting because I really thought there's there's so much potential within people I really wanted to help them unlock that potential I was interested in how they could change their behaviors in order to achieve some of their goals I thought that through the coaching you're being trained as an executive coach I'd be able to have conversations with people around the things that stop them or block them but really tap into their aspirations and the things that matter to them so that just seemed like a 
really a really great way to kind of fulfill my purpose and do something that I felt was was interesting but also would really benefit other people as well yeah I love that I love that I love the story also and please tell us from your experience of coaching CEOs what what kind of blocks and obstacles you ran into most yeah well I think you know what with what's been really evident is that most of us are in a fog few of us have it all figured out and and even if you are at the top of your organization it doesn't mean that everything is going perfectly well for you and people have challenges in their home lives and their social lives and life happens to them while they're also trying to maintain this role as the leader that everybody looks to the leader that has all the answers so it's really being able to work with leaders in C CEOs, directors, etc., on helping them see how to be more authentic, how to kind of get what they need for themselves in order to then serve others. And that's been about focus a lot of the time, helping them focus on the good things in order to give them a sense of energy and a sense of purpose and a, and a reset in order to then properly focus on the things that will get things going well again. Mm, and what do you think that comes before focus, before they can really focus what's steps do they need to have like hands down (laughs) (laughs) before focus I think I think they need to really come ready to answer that question of what matters to them yeah it's so typical when we're busy working that we get caught up with what matters to the people we serve and the demands that are upon us And we lose sight of the things that truly drive us, the things that are in our hearts and actually do give us genuine energy. So I think being able to really fully, deeply answer that question, what matters to you? (laughs) It's just something I ask a lot of my clients a lot of the time. Helps people have that reset and and that brain space to then start to see where the other things can fall away and seem less important and start to prioritize, start to focus, kind of channel the energy towards the things that really do matter rather than things that social media has told them matters or the thing that they've got distracted by and has caused such overwhelm Mm. actually is not the thing that they need to give their attention to that will really help. Mm. So what do you think that causes a lot of the overwhelm that they are experiencing anybody of us? Well, I, I mean, the the huge rise in social media has been mm. creeping upon us and suddenly it's like a tsunami. Yeah. Um, but and what I'm, that seemed to be quite manageable probably five, six years ago. But what we're seeing now is the accessibility to people beyond office working hours has just tipped. So I hear a lot about people who are on WhatsApp groups with their work colleagues oh so, yeah so yeah so email, it was I remember that <laughs> yeah it was always a discipline wasn't it to to not check your email when you got home at night well the pandemic hit and we were, we were home all day yeah so the laptop never got closed down it was there it was on the dining table it was the, the office always was the on. spare room it was always on yeah so people as a result have been always on mm. and now people take their laptop on holiday because they say they're going to watch Netflix yeah but also you're able to right. Your right and pull that document off the uh, the SharePoint or whatever. So yeah, we can get our emails on our phones. That's a big problem. We take our we take our phones on holiday, so we don't get the time away. But these things like 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 the WhatsApp groups, they are work groups that 
Well, also, you're going to be on WhatsApp groups socially. So when WhatsApp has a notification, you check the notification and it, and it's not from your friend. It's from your colleague. Yeah, exactly. And, but you're in then, aren't you? And you've yeah. seen it. And I don't know if you can mark it unread, but I don't think you can, which yeah. is a way that perhaps people manage their emails. They mark it unread so they go back to it when they've got time mm. or when it's a work-appropriate time. So I just think people have found that they're hugely accessible and not being able to switch off, not being able to set those boundaries or not even thinking about boundaries. That's a a common thing. People don't know about boundaries. Yeah, exactly. So I still remember this from when I was an international sales manager and the teams and all, but now it's so much more, right? There is so much more distraction. They say we have less of an attention span than a goldfish. Exactly. (laughs) It's the quality. What what are some simple tips that you can give for people to not be like having this shiny object syndrome when a notification comes in, when anything comes in and really takes time to to rest and to rejuvenate for the next mm. next project. Absolutely. And I think that you, you kind of alluded to it there is, is the quality. What's going to be the quality of your response? If you're already tired, if you're already distracted, are, are you even reading that properly? Or are you just... Are you getting the right sense and the right tone and the meaning? Or are you just reacting? And it might mean that you don't give a quality response or that you don't even interpret it in a quality way. So you're probably not doing your best job in responding to the things that just come at you. You're more reacting rather than responding. So I think being more mindful about what kind of response do I want to give? What kind of message am I sending to my team, my clients? If I answer within seconds, every time, every time it pings, whether it's 1 a.m., I have a message on my email footer now that says it suits me to send an email at this time. I'm working flexibly, but I don't expect to return outside of your normal working hour. And, And I do limit how much time I actually spend on my emails outside of work anyway. But I just think where people are thinking because they've seen it, they have to respond. Mm-hmm. I think the, the main a thing is... A little bit of a squirrel brain, right? So just, Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and it's a bit of dopamine as well. You fix it right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it's learned behavior that we kind of think, well, because we can respond, we will. And it's also that idea, well, it's off my desk now, it's on somebody else's. But if you're not doing that well, <laughs> it might not really be off your desk. But I think the thing about building boundaries and, and like, like I said with the, that email footer, saying I'm doing this but I don't expect you to so that's helping someone else set a boundary but having a boundary for yourself saying what you will do and won't do when you will check your emails I am going on leave and I will not be available (laughs) you know (laughs) whereas people are thinking yeah but they've got the phone with them so I'm sure they'll see the email if I send it them I think building the boundaries is important but communicating the boundaries to others to say why you've put that in place why it helps you And, you know, what you're going to be able to do better as a result and what you're not going to get caught up in as a result. And then the third thing is sticking to that boundary. There's no point having it if you then you do a sneaky peek of your emails in the middle of the night when you wake up. (laughs) No, you've got to stick to it. You've got to commit. So I think build the boundaries, describe them to other people, explain why they're important and stick to them. Yeah. And role model that as well. Yeah. So, so these are these part of the five ways to focus because yes, you wrote exactly. a book about that. 
Yeah. So in the book, Five Ways to Focus is all about how to deal with the overwhelm, beat the distraction and, and find ways to focus on the things that really matter. And and that is one of the five ways to focus. You're thinking about the what do you need to prioritize? What do you need to organize? What do you need to automate? What, what kind of boundaries do you need to put in place? So I think another thing is drama. We get caught up in other people's drama and that becomes distraction. And it's really helpful, I think. And sometimes a lot of the time it comes from a really good place. People want to help, so they get involved. But you get to choose. I, I would say, like, deal with the drama as if you, you choose whether to be cast in that play. Yeah? Exactly, yeah. What role do you want to play? Oh, my gosh, that brings <laughs> me know? back in time so big. <laughs> okay, so you can be directing it from the from the wings. You don't have to be in the middle of it, getting involved, being a villain or being a <laughs> being the hero step back and say if there is a drama going on amongst your team or amongst a friendship group or even within your family what's your role yeah and I've noticed in teams like there are specific people that they take a specific role when it comes to some drama or something else going on and then it becomes so much bigger than it actually is that's right nobody's happy in the end (laughs) no and it's a huge distraction and it can lead to dysfunction within teams as well so I think spotting it for what it is which is potential this is drama and this could be a distraction and this could lead to toxicity it is really important to notice that at the beginning and be very careful about the role that you play in that don't get caught up in it don't add to it don't inflame situations it's going to it's it's amazing how time consuming that can be for managers dealing with that team conflict especially in uh, reorganizations yeah. when they're cutting down the number of people working there and all yes these is people just they lose their sense of certainty and safety and then they, they do they they start acting like in ways they've never acted before and they could yeah. down some amazing high performance uh, performance in the team so true and that psychological safety is so important yes. particularly because we've had teams that have been away from each other and then now we're trying to come back together and people are feeling quite hypersensitive I think about being back together yeah. we've gone through a global pandemic where we've been told not to be with people be scared of people they could infect you you might yeah. and now suddenly we're just expected to just kind of socialize in the most as if it's so normal yet people still have some of the hangover of what what everybody went through and people do quite often feel quite hypersensitive being back in a team environment so again just kind of noticing that but choosing choosing how you want to be within that kind of situation can really stop you from feeling that sense of overwhelm which would lead to you not being focused on the things that you need to do and that are important. So can you share a story with us about this extraordinary transformation you have seen and been part of when it comes to getting teams focused again and the situation they were in and the situation they were in after the coaching? Yeah, so I suppose working with different organizations, a lot of the organizations that I work with are people who work in either the voluntary or the the public sector. Mm -hmm. So they're, they're serving. So I work a lot with hospital teams and police teams and the charity sector, and they're giving so much to other people. But we recognize that you have to be able to look after yourself first as well. So one of the tools that I use with with teams to help them kind of check in and see how things are going with them is one of the five ways to focus that it features in the book. So I invite people to think about what is it that they want to nurture? So I get them to really visualize and talk about and think about something that's precious to them, something that if they were to put their 
energy and focus into it could be really looked after mm. and it's important yeah and people will come up with all different meaning <laughs> yeah and they might say I want to nurture an important relationship at home or or at, at work there might be something like that and then I ask them to really think about okay and what is it that you want to celebrate so what's going well and we know that when you focus on the good stuff, you want to attract more of it. It makes you, it gives you better well-being when you're thinking about good things rather than negative things. So I encourage people to think about what's the small thing that they might want to celebrate. And so many things were missed, weren't they, in the pandemic? We didn't celebrate oh, yeah. birthdays properly and events. And so I encourage people to think like, okay, what is the thing they want to celebrate? And in, even in a small way, how could they do that and kind of do that self self-acknowledgement if it's something that they've been able to achieve? And then another thing I do is the review. So what's the thing that they're prepared now to have a little look at? So we come from a, from a place of safety. We've already thought about what we want to nurture. We've thought about what we want to celebrate. Now, what do we want to review? So there'll be some things that are going okay, but might need a little bit of work to really level them up or, or shape them up to be to be better. And it's from that place of safety and that kind of place of hope and support and encouragement that I get people to really think about that's not going so well, actually, or that's gone better than I thought. Or yeah, and I'm really getting so we're getting people to step back, reflect, take some time, not get caught up with the busyness. But when you've got your head full of bees and you can't see the wood for the trees and your mind's a muddle, step back, pause, reflect. (laughs) So we're doing that with the review. And then the fourth one would be, what are you ready to try again? Yeah. So we've built on the good stuff. We've had a little look. We've had that kind of that courage and that curiosity to peer into the things that feel a bit tricky and a bit difficult. And we've started to then say, okay, so what are you ready to try again? Yeah. Mm, Interesting. Yeah. And it (laughs) might be that someone's been going, oh, well, I did well, we did an away day last year and no one wanted to come or, or well, I've tried that client. So like removing the, the resistance towards change, right? Exactly. Or Lovely. Um, yeah. Or yeah. Well, I talked to that client and they, they just, they just didn't want to know. They said they were going to go down this path and it's like, yeah, but what's changed? A lot's changed in two years. Goodness, lots and lots of change, but maybe you've changed. Maybe you're ready to give something another go. Would you do it differently this time? What do you know now? Mm. What else do you have to bring that you didn't have a year ago, six months ago? So try again. What are you ready to try again? And the, the I always think about the book, you know, the book that I wrote when I was 12 and I published it two years ago, The Trouble with Elephants. That was a thing I never stopped thinking about. So oh if there's gosh. a thing you can't go a day without thinking about, oh, gosh, you've got to find a way. Or it'll eat oh, away. You've got to find a way. I just got goosebumps. <laughs> if it's not leaving your mind, you've yeah. got to do it. You've, you've got, got to do it. it. That is your message. That is your calling. And so everybody you... who has this great business idea or idea or something that is haunting them, yeah. please take this as a sign. Do to it. Start today. <laughs> find a way and and I love to coach people on that when they've got this kind of dream that they dare not talk I'm crazy about that (laughs) but they've no it's never less than so yeah so what are you ready to try again what are you ready to what's changed that now makes that possible Mm. so sometimes we just use the old thinking the old blocks the old barriers to say why we've not done something or we're not going to do something but Take a fresh look at it. Okay, what are you ready to try again? And then the final thing, the fifth thing in the five ways to focus in this regard would be, what are you ready to let go of? Mm. So are there some thoughts that no longer serve you? Is there something that has ended that really now 
it's in the past, it's gone, can't revisit it. Not serving. It's not serving anymore. And how can you free yourself by feeling, I'm ready to let go? And how can you move on? What will you take with you? What do you let go of? Mm -hmm. And I do find that asking those five things together really help people have a complete refresh and a complete reset and then a complete refocus on, yeah, that's good. I'm going to look after it. That's good. I'm going to celebrate it. That I wasn't sure about. So I'm, I'm reviewing that. That I need to do. I'm going to try again. And that I need to leave it behind. And when those five aspects, people have a plan mm. and they have a purpose and they have a new, and then a new passion. Focus. Yeah. It is. <laughs> and then it's like, okay, what are we going to do with this? So I just find asking those kind of five, using a five ways to focus tool in my coaching sessions and in my team development sessions with organizations, they get a chance to just, 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 just reset, refocus. I love it. I absolutely love it. I always say before you can focus, you need to have clarity, right? Mm-hmm. But removing the resistance, everything is yes. such a great tool because people will have resistance. It will stop them in their tracks, being unable to focus on what's forward instead of what has been. Right. So I love that. So if someone who's listening today should implement at least one easy thing to have more focus, what would your recommendation be? Oh, yeah, that's a really good question. I think being able, being able to actively notice the good things in their lives and, and that, that primes you to first understand why you think those are good things and then to ask yourself, is this what I want to have more of? Yeah, and then to start to think about the ways. So whatever it is that makes you feel good, how do you maintain that or how do you attract more of that? Because only you know what that feels like and only you know why that is something that is good or what you want right yeah it's the fact to yeah what matters to you if that feels good if that feels important what's that telling you and do you want to attract more of that and sometimes we just we forget that we can gift ourselves because we are focusing on serving others and but actually when we're at our best we're so much more in a better position to serve other people who need us too yeah. so to, to kind of give that gift to yourself is 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 really important yeah and I love it and I, I would recommend for you to pick up the book she also has a course which she's giving free access to so that's amazing you can find everything in the show notes by the way and Julia is really giving a lot away for you to help to get your focus straight because I get all the points I've lived them so in that site please visit Julia where can they find you okay so my website is on the and on there we've got a page about the books so you can find out about five ways to focus there's a link to the Udemy course which we have free access to at the moment if you get on there quick so that's the self-led coaching program hosted on Udemy online and there's a visualization that you can download as well so people can kind of explore a way of of getting their minds to just settle and focus and yeah and you just can get in contact with me on the website page as well and it'd be great to find out how I could help other people focus I love it and is there anything that I haven't asked you but you you would still love to mention oh good question I suppose the thing about 
and and it listening to your other episodes and things about the fears and about people being blocked and yeah, yeah what yeah is there something there that you think that people would like to understand more about in terms of how that gets in the way of their focus or hmm. yeah so I, I discussed this on a last episode I mean a solo episode and I think a lot of people just prime themselves in a way to be focused right so maybe thinking of past failures or some yeah. setbacks right and then just actually not stepping in with the energy and the mindset they need to step in in order for them to make it a success yeah so I always say failure is no option is the mindset then you prime yourself to let your subconscious mind not lead you back to everything that's there success is the only path and that really helps get the energy straight into diving in with a new view new perspective and to really focus on what it is you want to achieve mm-hmm. what would your take be what is yeah, that? I would agree with that. And and that's a really kind of, that's an all-in example, isn't it? It's like, like <laughs> kind of all-in. Yeah, you just got to do it. So I guess for people who perhaps is, is perhaps not quite as, as confident as that, <laughs> highly trained in this one. But yeah, so for other people who might find that, that they're not ready for just kind of, and they don't believe they can visualize that total success. Yeah. I, I, I think what's been, I know what's been helpful when I've worked with people who are kind of struggling with that is it's really few, it's useful to remember this. And that is that it's futile to fear failure in things that don't matter to us. Mm. So sometimes we, we focus so much on what would happen if it didn't work out. And the fear really is also people might say, oh, look at you, you failed, or you might feel the shame of it not working out. And it, when you decide for yourself, what are your own success measures like is it the fact that you tried and you gave it your best and you learned something Mm. if they're success measures focus on them but if you're putting a lot of your focus onto what other people might think oh yeah that's a big yeah yeah that's a big well that's that's that people struggle uh, with a lot right yeah and it's like a disguised perfectionism and what will other the good opinion of other people Right. So what will other yeah. people think and then not being conform with what they actually want? Yeah. But they're not you. And they didn't try what you did. Exactly. And and how do you know what they think? Even what people say isn't what they think. It's you know, it's like there's three right? <laughs> there's three things, there's three reasons. If people will tell you what you know what they think, they'll tell you what and then they they'll be what they really think. And then do you know what I mean? And then it's what they really, really think. <laughs> and it's not important what others think other people think about you, but what is important is what you think about you. Exactly. So when you execute something, what are you thinking about you, right? If you are yeah. happy, then you are in, in alignment. It's just, you're good to go, right? Yeah. And more people will find you. They will find you. That's right. So you will just attract those people. And even if you don't attract them, some opportunity will open up in order for you to work with the best people, to work sideways and achieve that vision. Yeah. And, so and if they don't get question, you, they're different. You, okay so thank you so much guys for listening in and we will be back to level up with another expert again thank you for listening to this episode of the vault respect for showing up and creating your next stage of life and business If you liked this episode, I invite you to dive deeper and stay. The S stands for subscribe and share. 
Make a screenshot right now and pay it forward and send this to five friends who can benefit from this value. The T stands for try and transform. Try the technique, at least until the next episode. The A stands for action. Action creates success. Don't stay a student when you have a code. You should try to open the vault. And finally, the Y stands for you. This is about the most valuable asset of the vault and life in general. The one and only authentic you. So if this was your code, please comment and help the vault grow. Hashtag unlocked, hashtag next level, hashtag dive deeper. And see you next week to level up again.